morning all how y'all doing today um want to welcome y'all to the second episode of the Hoss nation show with uh your man's yours truly um uh, pound city aka city limits aka big aka maxwell uh today's show uh one of the segments i wanted to talk about uh insecure men and how insecure men tend to hide themselves because of said insecurity um i like to look at myself as an open book meaning that i don't mind putting myself and my experiences on the forefront i think i have that type of skin to where i could take whatever comes good or bad so with that being said um I'll be the first to admit that I am very insecure about certain things. Um, I used to be very insecure about my uh, penis size. And I think that was due to the relationship that I was in at the time. Um, you know, I think I was looking for accolades in all the wrong places that when I didn't get them, it, it, it did something to my psyche slash self-esteem, which then in turn, you know, made me lash out and act away or or I wouldn't necessarily say lash out. Look for the things that makes me secure is what I would say. That's what I was looking for. And, um, you know, I'm in a loving I'm in a beautiful relationship now and I find myself you know, holding back or um, being un- under opinionated and, uh, you know, just keeping to myself because I, I kind of worry about the reaction that I'm going to get if I say certain things. Uh, I don't think that I'm really comfortable with my surroundings, that people will get me enough for me to say the things that I actually, you know, might feel because I know I have a very brash sense of humor and I know it's a lot to take for a lot of people, but you know, that's me. And, um, if that's, and if that's the person that you are, you always going to want to be the person that you are, especially around people that you deem you love, like whatever the case may be. So, um, yeah, man, like, um, like right now, I always find myself thinking that, you know, I'm not this or I'm not that. And I know she used to this and I know she used to that, you know, and it's, and it's just stuff that I make up in my head. It's not nothing that she's tell, told me or nothing that she's done to me. It's just stuff that I make up in my head and it, and it stagnates me. You know, it keeps me at a certain place where I should just be an all around individual. But I I am so insecure and scared that, you know, I may be looked at or not even looked at, you know, I don't like rejection. You know, I have a really big problem with rejection and with that insecurity. A lot of that rejection is in there because I'm insecure because I think I'm going to be rejected. And I try, you know, I try to mask that a lot. You know, us as men, we're taught to not show any emotions, um, just get the job done. And, it, and no one cares how you feel. It's not about how you feel. 
You know, you have to make sure everybody around you is in a good space. You know, it doesn't matter if you're in a good space. And I don't know, that may not be healthy, but that's just how I feel that I was raised. And, uh, and uh, yeah, man, so being an insecure man is probably hard for a lot of y'all. Hopefully, I was able to divulge some things that make it easier for you to talk about um that's gonna end the first segment of the second episode i'm your host hoss nation aka pound city aka city limits aka big aka maxwell whatever you want to call me just don't call me collect and uh i'll be back y'all have a good Salutations and greetings to all. How y'all doing? This is the lunch edition. I take that back. The lunch segment of the second episode of the Hoss Nation show. Hey! Shout out to everybody that's listening. I really, really do appreciate you. I cannot stress enough how much I appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to me talk my shit. I really, really, really do appreciate it. And with that being said, let's get into it. Um, I really just want to talk about, um, I want to talk about how music affects people and how it affects your mood. And uh, I also want to talk about college basketball and how, how I appreciate it so much. But first off, music is very, very vital and important to me because it helps me cope with things that I don't think are cope withable, for lack of a better phrase. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's a lot of shit that goes on in your life and in your world that, you know, just just waking up in the morning you, is not enough. You know, some people like to self-medicate, i.e. drugs or liquor, whatever the case may be. And some people like to drift off into another world by listening to music and i think i'm a little bit of both you know i don't mind self-medication but i really i'm really really into music and i like music that 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 tells a story i like music that takes you places um i'm currently listening to big crit's album shout out big crit he put out a classic which is very hard to say nowadays with with all the mumble rap and everybody sounding alike. Crit put out a classic, bro. Top to bottom, bangers. Um, but he has a song on there called Bury Me in Gold. And I, I find myself putting that song on repeat because it evokes so much emotion out of me. You know? I, um... I never put much value on um, on material things. You know, I'm not a money guy. I know you need money to survive, but that's that's not what you know. That's not my big thing. You know, like when I was playing ball, my whole thing was I wanted to play college ball. I never had aspirations on playing pro. If it happened, it happened. My goal was to play college basketball. I don't you know. I, I, I'm a different type of individual, so.
But this Bury Me in Gold song, it it resonates with me so much because he got a hook in there that says, um, you know, once I get to heaven, dip me in gold just in case the old man don't know me and I got an I owe, you know, and I got to pay what I owe. Like that shit, that shit is so powerful, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because to me, it sounds like he doesn't care about anything else in this world other than his happiness. So, if you dip this man in gold and God say, give me your arm, he's willing to give up his arm for happiness, man. That is a different... And, and I really do feel that way, man. Like, I will really do whatever it takes to be happy or do whatever it takes to make the people around me happy. Hello? Hey, what you doing? Sitting in the car working on my podcast. Okay. Mark. Yes. So, I got a project for you. I think we can handle it together. Okay. <laughs> do you do you ain't catch that, dude? We got a pro. You got a project that we can handle together. Are you no, I said to- I got a project for you, but I think we can handle it together. No, I, I know you. You you trying to uh, butter it up, but I already know what it is. So what's the project? I want to paint. Okay. Just the living room, dining room, and up the steps. Okay. I'm not very good at it, but it don't take a GED. Yeah, man. Um, I want to give a special shout out to college basketball. I really, really appreciate the brand, the 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 style of play, the watchable basketball that they're actually putting on television. Um, see, I'm a basketball purist. You know, not only did I play the game, I've studied the game, I've studied the best players, I even went as far as studied the worst players. I am a basketball purist. I think my favorite form of basketball may be uh, the high school. I think high school basketball is basketball at its purest because there's no shot clock and it's all about um, the game. It's all about strategy, it's all about you know, putting people in the right spots, making sure that they do what you have taught them. If you know anything about basketball and your and you think your philosophies are king, then high school basketball is for you. You know, now they are they, they have at a certain rate at a certain rate they have um kind of garbage fied it with the whole you know, paying these players and putting these players on pedestals and all this other stuff, making them feel like they've done something when they have it, glorifying athleticism instead of glorifying fundamentals. That is a big, very, and especially in my city. For those that's listening, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, 313. Watch your mouth because you might get blazed. Anyway. Um, especially in my city, fundamentals have 
literally been taken out of the whole player development here in Detroit. It's very rare that you see five guys or a team that is just laden with fundamentals. You know, I mean, just simple shit is bounce passes or chest pass, you know, things of that nature. So, last night, it was Michigan State versus Duke and Kentucky versus Kansas. Michigan State versus Duke, it was a very good game, very good game. I do not like Michigan State. Let me put that out there. I can't stand anything green or white, Cast Tech, Cody, Michigan State, the Jets. I can't fucking stand them, but Michigan State is very good. Like, they're scary good. And I only say that because Tom Izzo has a way of, in March, being there with that team. He can win it all. But last night, uh, Duke got him. 88 to 81. Grayson Allen had 35 points. The boy couldn't miss. Made all his free throws. But the game was so watchable. You got people playing defense. You know what I'm saying? You got people that actually is trying to win a game. You don't got that in the NBA. At this one game was more, more exciting than any of the 20 to 24 games that's been played in the NBA today, which leads me to believe that at some point, these TV uh, stations, these networks, they're going to go elsewhere. You know what I'm saying? NFL is going to take a definite hit. The NBA is going to take a hit unless they find a way to make this shit watchable. I'm telling you, ESPN, they're going to start spending more money on college they're going to start putting more money in the SEC. They're going to start putting more money in shit like the championships classic and the 2K classic and all that other shit. And they are going to just give the NBA two, three dollars just to put maybe two, three games on. We'll get the NBA on Christmas or, you know what I'm saying? Or we'll watch the playoffs. But other than that, when it comes to basketball being played and watched, people are going to start watching college because of the value of of the actual games. You know what I'm saying? You got to put something out there worth watching. They ain't doing that. They're not. What it do, good people? You are now live with Hoss Nation. This is the Hoss Nation show. I want to thank you guys for stopping through. Really, I really, really do appreciate you. Shout out to our first sponsors. We got sponsors. We finally got us. Well, finally, we got a sponsor. Shout out to Roast OC, um, an anonymous group of individuals that uh, like to talk shit and you know bring real shit to light and and they like to do it in a funny way. So I like to personally give those guys a shout out for being my first sponsors uh, I don't know if you guys have been in the news or heard in the news but they say that the young bull Liangelo Ball got out of China 
and now he has, he has been suspended indefinitely from the University of Los Angeles, California. Um, it's very unfortunate, man. It's very unfortunate that that young man got caught up with something like that. But I'm going to tell you something firsthand. Uh, I don't know if it was... I don't know if it was Trump's intervention or was it that almighty dollar? But there is no way in Sam... Or, or, before I say that, or the young man might not have done nothing. And it might just be all bullshit because... You know, China is a draconian state, meaning that they have, like, you know, they'll kill you for shoplifting. If they don't kill you, they'll put you in jail for 20 years for shoplifting. You know, something that we may deem a misdemeanor here. You'll fuck around, go to jail forever. Effing with them. And um, for Leangelo Ball to get out of jail in such a speedy time and truthfully i don't uh, truthfully from from the facts or from the details that i've heard from the story he couldn't have he couldn't have done what they said he did he couldn't have done what he said he did he couldn't have there's no way that he did that and he's still walking the streets i find that hard to believe that um that he actually stole in China and only got detained in his hotel. Let me tell you all a quick story. Um, I played ball in China. I played for the uh, Hoop Stars and I played for, uh, I forget the name of that team. But um, we was in the McDonald's and this girl in the McDonald's had on some McDonald's jeans. So naturally, we in that bitch talking shit, roasting her jeans, yada, yada, yada. This heifer left from behind the counter. She obviously knew what we were doing. She left behind the counter, went outside. She went and grabbed the MP, a military police officer. Dude walked in that bitch, seeing how big we was. Obviously, the communicator with old girl, this nigga walked in that bitch with a shotgun Cocked that bitch and stood there. Now, if these niggas is up drawing and cocking pistols off the roast, what the fuck you think they're going to do to a motherfucker that actually steals some shit? So don't, I, it's hard for me to believe that they just, you know, that he, he stole some shit and they let him go. No, it didn't happen. Either he didn't steal something and they wanted him to stay there to save face uh, because the report said it was a suspicion of him stealing some shit. Um, like, I, that is the epitome of racial profiling, that I go to jail because y'all suspected me stealing something because of the way I look, because of my hair, or whatever the case may be. Like, you don't get no worse than that, fam. So, I wish all the best for dog. You know, they're not giving out all the information. Um, I did hear him say, you know, he gave a shout out to Trump for getting him out. I think that's going to hurt the big baller brand. I don't know. What do y'all think? This has been a uh, 